Hi everyone, I'm Zara and you're listening to the Lifestyle Alchemy Podcast. This is your safe space where we discuss everything health, wellness, mindset and lifestyle. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Hello, hello everyone. We are back. How are we all this week? I hope you're having a fabulous week. So let's get straight on into it. Let's start off with the segment we always do, the highs and the lows of the week. Let's start off with the high of the week. The high of the week is that I registered for my competition yesterday and I kind of want to throw up because it's like it's real now but at the same time I'm like so so freaking excited I basically just have one month left in America one month left of like a really just a bit of a grind I'm just gonna put my head down get focused and then I get to come back to Australia at the start of July spend a week or so in Queensland then go to Sydney for my competition which I just cannot believe it it's all real now it's all so exciting I bought my comp heels yesterday but I bought them from Sheen I've never bought from Sheen before so I'm a bit sketched out but hopefully they work out well because <laughs> I didn't want to uh, pay like a hundred few hundred bucks to get them embellished and also my bikini oh my god you guys are gonna die when you see my bikini but my bikini is quite extra so I didn't really want to go too crazy with the shoes but I found the perfect heel so I hope it all works and oh my god what else have I done I don't even know my bikini um the person who's making my bikini said it would be ready by this week unfortunately like I they recheck measurements at four weeks out and then my bikini is actually being sent to my best friend Kayla's house so I won't see the bikini until I get to Queensland but she gets to. (laughs) I'm gonna make her face like FaceTime me right away and look at it. But that is my high. Like things are really starting to come together for comp. And then my low of the week. Again, it's comp prep related, but it's more so mindset. I have been finding I that I have been having like a little bit of self-doubt come up, which is weird for me because normally I'm a really confident person and I'm kind of going into this show thinking I'm going to win. Like, and not in a cocky or arrogant way, but like you need to have that confidence of like, this is my show. Otherwise you will go on stage and you won't perform to your your best. But this week I've been having some doubts and I think it's just because one, things are starting to get a little bit more real now considering I'm competing next month. And two, my physical, Zeke is at the stage where I am lean, but I'm not comp lean. And that comp lean happens in those last few weeks. So it's around the six day week mark. And I remember this happened last time as well. But one, like, you're depleted like I'm depleted my muscles are not popping I don't look as lean as normal just because I don't have the glycogen to fill my muscles out right now and two like I'm lean but I'm not comp lean like I just look like a very very fit individual but I'm not like I like the thing I'm stressed about I'm like my upper body is good my abs my waist she teeny tiny I'm good it's my legs which obviously being a female um and the estrogen dominant sort of areas is like under the butt the butt that sort of area so I have been stressing about like whether my legs are going to come in in time especially like you do see on social media like I I'll admit like there have been a few times I've looked on social media and I'm seeing girls with their glute ham tie-ins already come in and I'm like fuck (laughs) shit but it's gonna happen it's just that funky donkey time it around six weeks out where it's like you're really fucking lean like you're more lean than the normal individual but you're not comp lean it's like super awkward but I know most of the changes will happen they always happen in the last 
four weeks so I'm trusting the process and I know it will happen. But on the back of that this week's episode is going to be how to make a fat loss phase easier. Now I've been in a fat loss phase since January 30th. I have been gone for a while and I just want to give some of the tips that allow me to manage this phase easier because it definitely isn't easy. So let's get straight on into the episode. So first of all fat loss is not an easy process. It's a, it's simple in the sense of like calorie deficit, you know, eat less, move more. Like it's simple, but it is not easy and it's not for everyone. So if you are going to go into a fat loss phase, it's so important that you actually do it right. Otherwise, you're just going to be wasting time and energy and all of that. So that could go into a whole other episode about like, are you actually ready to be in a fat loss phase? But I think we'll save that one. But I also want to paint a picture just quickly of like what can happen if you aren't doing a fat loss phase right. Because a lot of people go into a fat loss phase and then they end up disappointed after. So a lot of the time you might say let's do a 12-week fat loss phase. But realistically you weren't even ready to do that fat loss phase. Whether you were a complete newbie in the fitness journey. That's why a lot of new people who start their fitness journey I don't put them into a deficit right away unless they do have the experience behind them. They go into a fat loss phase and they're struggling to adhere to it because it is hard. Staying in a like depriving your body of calories essentially is what it is and that's not easy because our bodies want fuel. It wants energy to keep us going. So fat loss phase is not easy. And that means a lot of people slip up a lot. They slip up a lot and say they commit to doing a 12-week diet. And by diet, I mean fat loss phase. Diet, I don't mean keto or Weight Watchers or any of that. I mean a fat loss phase in your journey because we're not about doing like the eight-week challenges, the fad diets or anything. Dieting, when I talk about dieting, I'm literally talking about a fat loss phase. Someone commits to a 12-week fat loss phase, but they're struggling to adhere. Realistically, after the 12 weeks, because they had been going away on weekends or they drink every weekend or they have they go out for dinner three nights a week and they don't track it realistically they could only be in that deficit for like two to three of those 12 weeks like truly so I just wanted to sort of paint a picture like if you're not ready to diet that's okay if you have a lot of events coming up a lot of things that are going to steer you away from the deficit that's okay just don't commit to the diet or don't be disappointed that you're not getting the results that you want to get if you're not actually sticking at it like I always say to my clients like if we're going to do a depth like a dieting phase I want that compliance like I always say like 70% compliance or higher across the board but realistically if you want to do a fat loss phase and you want to do it right 80 to 90% otherwise you're going to be doing all this work and setting yourself up for failure if you're not actually ready for it so I just wanted to paint that picture first but in saying that there are ways to make the deficit easier to make it easier to stick to to make it easier to handle mentally because it can be tough so I want to give you my top tips because as I said I think I'm pretty good at managing a deficit by now given that I've been in one since January which I obviously wouldn't always recommend it's just simply because of my goal of competing but here are a few things that have helped me so number one is to be organized organization is going to be so important one of my favorite quotes is if you fail to prepare you prepare to fail this is so so important during a dieting phase because you just want to take the guesswork out of everything and you want to make things easy on yourself so with being organized a few things you can do is pre-track your food this is something I try and drill into my clients not because I want to be annoying and nag them but because I know it'll make their life easier 
rather than just tracking as you go throughout the day and then being stuck with random macros at the end of the night, what I would suggest is the night before, the day before, pre-track your food for the following day. That way you can make adjustments, change things around and hit your macros before you actually consume the food. This is something that I strongly, strongly, highly suggest. I also would recommend to meal prep because you'll probably run into days and times throughout your dieting phase where you can't be fucked to cook or you don't, you just can't be bothered, you're feeling too tired or whatever. But if you have your meal prep there ready to go, there is no excuse to not have it. You can even bring it with you to wherever you go. You don't have to be like out of the house and be like, oh my God, I can't eat anything out. It's like, well, you have your meal prep, you know, like take that with you. Another thing is to plan in and pencil in when you're going to be getting your workouts and or steps and or cardio, depending on your protocol. Schedule them in like it's an appointment. And I can talk through like my own sort of daily routine because I've got obviously a lot, like I've got cardio, training, steps, like I will generally wake up and I'll go for a walk and then generally with each meal if I can I try and go for a light walk it's really good for digestion as well but that gets my steps in I do a 10 minute walk on the treadmill before my session 10 minute walk after my session because I know I, I'm sort of going on a tangent but I know steps are really hard for people to get in but I will put into my calendar like I'm training at this time I'm doing cardio at this time and when I pencil it in I've made the time for it so that way you have no excuse about oh I don't have time make the time. Being organized is the number one tip because it's just going to make your life so much easier and it's actually going to allow you to stick to the deficit a whole lot easier than if you were to wing it or be like just go throughout yeah literally just wing it because a lot of the time you're probably going to procrastinate things you're going to put them off to the later half of the week and then the later half of the week you're not going to be bothered and then you're not just going to do it at all. Being organized is so so vital. Now number two that has helped me with being in a fat loss phase is having a consistent daily routine. Now, I know with routines and stuff, like everybody's schedule looks different, everybody's day looks different, but if you can have some sort of routine throughout the week, even if you're a shift worker, you can have a damn routine. Um, But if you can have a routine throughout the week, it's going to allow a lot less guesswork with your physique. It's going to make things so much easier. Same with things like meal timings and, you know, maybe training at a more like consistent time every day if you can, that sort of thing. It's going to make your life so, so much easier. It's going to allow for more predictability throughout your week and your day. Third tip is to have a specific goal and timeline that you are working towards with your deficit it is always so much better to do this rather than be like I'm just going to try and lose body fat if you don't have a specific goal then you could be losing body fat and still not you're still not going to be happy with the result because you never set that initial goal in the first place so you're just going to keep going and keep going same if you don't have a timeline or like an end date for the diet because then you're just going to keep going and going and there's not going to be an exact like okay, we've reached the goal, let's go. And you're just going to feel a bit willy-nilly and that can really affect motivation. It can affect adherence because you're like, well, what am I even doing this for? So it's really important to have a specific goal and time that you're working towards. So this can be something like a holiday. This could be a competition prep um, or competition day. This could be a photo shoot. Or if your goal, like you don't necessarily have to have like an end date or end goal. You could simply just make a plan of, okay, for the next 
next 12 weeks, I'm going to go into this deficit phase. At the end of the 12 weeks, no matter where I'm at, I'm going to start my reverse diet process, which I can go into a whole other episode about reverse dieting. But that way you have a bit of a timeline and then that will keep you a lot more focused as well. Rather than being like, I'm going in this fat loss phase, I don't really know when it's going to end, but like I'm just doing it, whatever. It's a lot harder to stay really focused rather than being like, all right, these next 12 weeks, I'm dedicating to this goal and I'm going to make it happen. So that is number three. Number four is to prioritize sleep. I cannot stress this enough. If you do not get enough sleep, you're going to fuck yourself over, essentially. So sleep is really the epicenter of like everything in your journey. And especially in a fat loss phase, it is going to be so very important. One, for you to see results. And there's a certain statistic that I need to find it. I should have grabbed it up. I only just remembered it now. But it's if you don't get enough sleep or if your body is sleep deprived, then you are a certain percent less likely to drop body fat or like that you're a certain percent. I said it on another podcast episode, actually, but you're more likely you might still lose weight, but it more likely more than likely will be from muscle mass, not actual body fat. So sleep is so vital and it's also going to help you with energy, with motivation, with mood throughout the day, which which are such huge factors when in a dieting phase, right? Because if you're sleep deprived, your mood is going to go down, your motivation is going to go down energy is going to go down. You're not going to want to do the things to work on this goal of fat loss. Your appetite is also going to be increased, which is going to make it hard to stick to the deficit. So make sure you are prioritizing sleep seven to nine hours every single night. And we can do a whole other episode on sleep and how to really optimize your sleep. But it is really going to help, especially with recovery and all the benefits. We know the benefits of sleep, but it's just going to allow you to be a lot happier in the process honestly so make sure you are prioritizing that another tip is to eat higher volume foods this is such a great tool to use especially if you're dieting and especially if you have a large appetite like myself guys literally okay funny story I have a large appetite and like my my family know that like I can smash back a lot of food but when I started dating my current boyfriend obviously like I'm always into this fitness thing so I'm not here smacking back like two pizzas and a bunch of food because it's just like doesn't align with my lifestyle right but I could do it if I wanted anyway my boyfriend was like there is a because he yeah funny story so when we'd always go to Chick-fil-a and I'd always get like the healthier options but he um would always get a 30 count of nuggets and a large fries and I said to him I was like I could eat that (laughs) and he's like no you couldn't I was like yeah I can and then I think I like asked my mom I was like mom do you reckon I could do 30 nuggets she's like yeah you probably could and my boyfriend just wouldn't believe me like he was like you cannot eat that much food like you I don't believe you anyway just before prep started I think it was like the weekend before or two weekends before prep started I was like because I when he, we had that moment I was like I'll challenge you like when the time is right I'll get a 30 count nugget from Chick-fil-a and large fries anyway about like a week or two before prep started uh we did the challenge and I did it so sis can throw back her food not that I do it at all but like she can eat. Anyway, back to my point of volume eating. Volume eating is going to save your life in a fat loss phase. And what this essentially means is choosing foods that are lower in calories that you can eat more of so that you are feeling a little bit more satiated and full. So examples of these is things like pumpkin is excellent. You can have so much of it for so little calories. You can also have spud light. Spud light, I could literally eat like 500 grams of it, half a kilo 
of potato and still be within my macros perfectly fine. Overnight Wheat Bix I found is a really good one as well. It makes you feel, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd count this as like a higher volume food, but it is quite dense and it makes you feel really full. Well, not dense, but like it makes you feel really satiated. You could also load up on salads, veggies, berries. Uh, there's also edamame bean spaghetti, uh, leaner cuts of meat, like that type of thing. So looking at ways where you can eat lower calorie, lower calorie foods so that you can eat more volume of it. So it feels like you're eating more throughout your day. It definitely does help rather than like, cause I would rather like, obviously it's very dependent on where your calories and everything are at, but I would rather eat 150 grams of cauliflower rice, which is another high volume food, 150 grams of cauliflower rice, 50 grams of normal rice cooked by the way um, and then like 100 grams of turkey breast rather than having 20 grams of pasta and 100 grams of turkey breast for the same amount of calories like you see the volume difference I'm going to get a lot more food out of the cauliflower rice meal than like the tiny amount of pasta meal so higher eating higher volume can be a lifesaver I mean I post what I eat a days on like my Instagram and TikTok and stuff so watch them there but I have mastered the higher volume eating I eat six times a day guys and my calories are pretty fucking low and I can still do that so definitely prioritizing higher volume foods now next tip is to prioritize protein simply because it is one of the more satiating macronutrients. So it is going to keep you feeling fuller for longer. It is going to aid in muscle recovery, muscle repair, and it also has the highest thermic effect of food. So your body's actually going to burn more calories digesting protein than any other macronutrients. So that is that one. Make sure you're prioritizing protein. Aiming between 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kilo of body weight is a good estimate. And lastly, my last tip to make fat loss phase easier is to make sure you have a good support system around you make sure the people around you understand the journey you are going on and they're not going to be pushy or make certain comments about what you are doing it is so very important and I know it's hard because sometimes we have family and or friends that will they will judge or they will say something or say you don't need a diet or what are you doing this for just have this bit of cake one bit won't hurt and like you know that type of thing and you know they're doing it obviously from place of love but also make sure that you just have a good support system explain to them your goals explain to them why it's important explain how you're doing it and hopefully they can understand but having a good support system really does change the game for you honestly in every area of life you know I there was one year where I tried to comp prep and I was hanging around a shit group of people who all they wanted to do was go out and party and drink and they were my best friends at the time guess what that comp prep I did do it I like I gave up on it simply because I didn't have a good support system that was really I had good support system around me but also my immediate group of close friends were people who didn't actually align with my goals that I ended up dropping out of a comp prep which the comp probably would have been cancelled anyway around that time because it was like COVID times but in saying that that's how much not having a good support system derailed me from what I truly wanted so make sure that you have a good support system in place because it can really make or break you that is my last tip there this was a bit more of a short and sweet episode I hope you enjoyed it Uh, let me know if you have any questions or podcast suggestions go follow the podcast Instagram as well and other than that I love you all so much thank you for tuning in to another episode and I will chat to you all next week
Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Lifestyle Alchemy podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, connect with us on Instagram and in our free Facebook group. All links will be in the show notes below. We appreciate your time and support more than you know. Make sure to follow or subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to so you never miss another episode. And if you especially love today's episode, a rating and review would be absolutely incredible. Thanks again, and I'll be back in your ears next week. Bye, guys.